This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Place to be Wrestling Network fans, welcome to episode 42 of the NWA Crock and Roll podcast. I am your host for this episode, Callum Dougal, once again in the hot seat in place of Sean, who is currently out on uh, assignment to try and find the next Crockett Cup um, host city. He has left London, he is now heading over to the continent, I believe he is in Paris um, this week, or he may well be, he may already have left Paris and heading further into Europe, maybe further afield into into Deutschland, um, if he can make it there at some point. Um, like your Berlin have have pulled together a tasty package for the Crockett Cup next year, so we'll we'll we'll, we'll see what we'll see where that goes. Um, but you do have uh, three of the four horsemen here to talk about the 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 combination of the Crockett Cup. Um, first off, uh, Doctor G. Um, you made your you made your return in in the last episode, and it's nice to nice to have you back in the saddle once again. Yeah, it's been it's been uh, been very nice. Uh, you know, it's it stinks to have to miss a show, but sometimes you have to. And uh, now I'm back, and uh, we hope uh, Shawnee uh, will get back soon. You know, from his uh, trip trip around the world, as they call it. And um, we miss you, but but Callum, you're doing a great job filling in. Uh, thank you very much. Um, so you may be missing them. I'm I'm getting quite comfortable in in, in this seat here. <laughs> um, someone who is is sitting, I hope is sitting comfortably because um, he he might be he, he might be anxious to get talking about some of these matches. Uh, Scott Shifflett, Scott. Um, good evening. Are you? Uh, I, I believe you're looking forward to this one. Yes, I am, Callum. Um, you know we had a. Uh, had episode 41 and that we um we talked about it and i was like oh i'm feeling great feeling great going over my notes for episode 42 as we had in our pre-show discussion i got a little hot under the collar we'll, we'll see if that translates um i'm 85 percent sure it will but uh, I'm, I'm excited to talk about these matches and you know signal the end of the first year of the crockett cup and hopefully sean can uh get us london for for uh year two well, if we get if we get um if you, if if London does pull off, if London's definitely got the um def, uh, if they pull together as good a bid as I think they're going to do, um get yourselves over here. I'll I'll, I'll make you I'll, I'll make you feel very welcome. I think you would want Glasgow to, to be the uh, the place. The, yeah, the only the only thing about that is um Glasgow in, in April can be very cold. Um, uh, we've not we've we've had we've had. A couple of hot days, but um, if you if you go to London um, or even Cardiff where they're doing the, the, the big show, um, Cardiff's got a roof on the stadium. That might be that might actually be better. Sean, turn around, get yourself to Cardiff, um, <laughs> and we'll, 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 we'll see what happens there. Um, so not much has changed. We'll we'll, we'll cover off the, the 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 administrative side first. Not much has changed, um, given that we're 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 talking about the same day. Um, but your roll call of champions, um, 
as ever, the world's heavyweight champion is the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Um, US champion is Magnum TA. Um, the world tag team champions are the Midnight Express, who we saw um, go uh, the full 60 seconds in the last episode. Um, the world six-man tag team champions are still the Russian team. Uh, your mid-Atlantic heavyweight champion is still Black Bart. Uh, national champion is Tully Blanchard. Your junior heavyweight champion is Denny Brown. And uh, your world television champion is, of course, Arn Anderson. Uh, so we start off um, the, the, the uh, I believe this is the quarterfinal um, of the Crockett Cup um, with uh, Team UWF, uh, Dr Death Steve Williams and um, the man that personality forgot, Terry Taylor, in place of Ted, the injured Ted DiBiase, um, against the Russian team, uh, the aforementioned Russian team. So um, the Russians are out um, with uh, Hot Stuff, Eddie Gilbert, um, and crew um, again as they were in the last round um, and that's uh, already disappointing um, to see that Ted DiBiase is not out um, Taylor, I know Terry Taylor is a big uh, was w- w- was a big deal in Mid-South but um, it's Ted DiBiase I always prefer to see uh, to, to see Ted in, 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 um, in, in the major spots um, nonetheless uh, it is Ivan and Terry Taylor um, starting off. Um, Terry uh, gets the quick advantage with a monkey flip, uh, a monkey flip and a drop kick. Um, Williams tags in and uh, locks in a, an armbar, um, and then does a, a wonderful press slam on Ivan. Um, there's more arm work as the faces tag in and out, um, and Doc hits a body slam um, onto uh, Ivan's arm. Um, he Ivan then uh, hits his arm on a missed charge, so uh, um, Ivan's arm is taking um, a bit of a, a bit of a beating in the early stages of this one. Um, Nikita is not happy on the outside at seeing his uncle um, just be decimated. Faces continue to do a good number on Ivan's arm uh, and keep pushing him away from Nikita to keep him in, in, in their side of the ring. Um, smart strategy, um, excellent uh, tag team work um, there from Team UWF. Um, Doc continues to, to punish Ivan's arm with another slam um, where he, like a hammerlock um, scoop slam type manoeuvre. Um, Terry Taylor fights in um, and but uh, Ivan manages to um, to fight out of the, the, the constant arm work but misses an elbow and uh, Team UWF are right back onto uh, the arm work. Um, Ivan finally manages to, to uh, make a uh, to make a tag to Nikita um, after uh, giving Doc an eye rake, um, and then you've got the, you've got a face a face off between Doc and Nikita, um, who you're getting some uh, getting some flexing from both of them, dueling flexing um, as uh, as as the match sort of moves into the next the next phase. Um, big USA chant from the crowd. Doc tries to tries to take Nikita down with some running shoulder blocks, but Nikita doesn't move. But then uh, Doc pulls out a, a, a lovely uh, big man drop kick, which sends Nikita to the outside. Um, we do get a test of a test of strength, um, which uh, was slightly different um, from from a couple of the test of strengths that we had in the, in the last one. At least you've got two big burly guys that are doing it. Um, to, uh, compared to the test of strength in the last episode so there's another standoff um, the heels uh, take over and take turns on working over Dr Death Doc uh, manages to get the upper hand at one point he lifts Ivan up to the top rope just to slam him off um, 
uh, just showing his, his, his power there. Um, Ivan makes a comeback by by hitting Dot with a neckbreaker, um, and Nikita comes in and uh, takes over with a front face lock. Ivan is tagging in and out, but is hit with a with a mean power slam from Doc, who then tags in Taylor, who continues just to work over Ivan. Ivan is taking an absolute shit kicking at this point. Nikita is uh, tagged in, takes takes um, Taylor down with that with a slam, and then throws him out of the ring. Um, and Ivan then uh, picks up Taylor to promptly throw him into the rails. Cool. Right, Nikita then drops Terry, um, uh, throat first onto the top rope, um, but Terry makes a comeback, manages to get a two count um, off of a cross body. We are 19 minutes into this match and Nikita locks in a bear hug. Well, we, uh, Dr. Death tags in, but the ref doesn't catch it as we're, as we're getting close to the end here. Um, Ivan comes off the top rope for a two count. We get a knee drop, we get some knee drops and a small package. Um, from Terry Taylor for a two count as the bell rings um, just as Nikita is hitting Terry with a Russian sickle excuse me to um, end this one Uh, this is almost like a a mercifully ends this one Um, Doc gets gets his heat back by by, um, kicking some some Russian arse um, after the game uh, after the match sorry Eddie Gilbert um, takes out Terry Taylor on the outside and it just all it just all breaks down from there. So they the heels get their heat back by um, beating up the faces after the bell rings. Um, this is this is not what I was what I was uh, hoping for. Um, when you've got uh, Doctor Death and, and Nikita in there, you're you're hoping for some some more big man stuff. This match would have may have helped if Ted DiBiase was in instead of Terry Taylor, but Terry Taylor certainly wasn't the reason why I wasn't getting into this one at all. Um, it did not need to be that of all the matches that could have been a twenty minute draw, this match was not the one I would have been higher on my list to, to do. Um Yeah, that uh, this match could have been so much more. Uh, but it ended up just being being, being quite boring to be honest. Um so difficult to rate. Um go a two on it. I'm I'm still like I've I'm I'm between ratings on, on this one. It's it was very difficult for me to to, to 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 pin something down, so I'll just go with the consensus. So um, I know that somebody's desperate to go, so we'll just keep that one in the holster just now. We'll keep that one in the barrel just now. Uh, Doctor G, what are your thoughts on this one? Way too long. Yeah, <laughs> that was my big note on this. Way too long. Um, a lot of the test the strength and all that 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 stuff just gets boring especially especially in a tournament where you know you're getting so many matches um Mm -hmm. i just it it, on paper it looked like it could have been a better match even though we know the russians are limited steve williams is somewhat limited but i thought it'd be better than this and like you said i out of all the matches for for um uh you know, a draw, I wouldn't have picked this one. So I went one and three quarter stars. I mean, it wasn't the worst match I've ever seen, but it was definitely, uh, definitely wasn't keeping my attention the way it should have been. And, and I'm probably being very nice with the 1.75 stars, but I'll, I'll stick with that just because, um, you know, it, it wasn't absolutely horrendous. It was just too much, too much of the, 
wasting time. It was like, oh, I don't know. It just was driving me crazy, <laughs> to be honest with you. And I think it was driving the crowd crazy as well. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those ones that's... Oh, did it need... They set out, and it was one of these ones that you can tell very, very quickly that this is this is not going to be short. If there's going to be a time limit draw, this is this is the one that it's that it's going to be. But oh my, yeah, picked it, picked the wrong guys to to do that. Um, so I know you've been waiting on this one. You've been waiting on this one for a while, Chef. What are your thoughts on this one, sir? Well, I'm going to go over the positives first. I did love how Nikita and and Doc had a test of strength, and both did not back down from each other. I thought that was pretty badass. Um, and you're right, Doc did have a nice power slam, and it was shocking that Terry Taylor was the one with the hot tag. But um, with that, and also at the start of the match, when Doc was trying the shoulder blocks and he couldn't take Nikita off his feet, so he drop kicks him out of the ring. That was sort of just like what we had just seen with Ronnie Garvin and Rick Steiner. So, like, if I'm seeing this and I'm like, really, are we doing this again? Imagine how the crowd feels. But um, just and then we got real stupid with Nikita putting Terry in a bear hug with a minute 30 left. And then there was no drama of Terry trying to get the pin or Nikita. Like, Terry kicks out at 10 with 10 seconds left. And it's just like, okay, let's start battling. And then we get the first of what many fuck finishes we will have. Uh, on this episode tonight where it goes to a draw can you tell who's booking it's the American dream baby <laughs> so I, I went two and a half for this I did enjoy some of it but like the first of many fuck finishes we're gonna see tonight is so upsetting I do love how um, Doc beat up everyone after the match and then the Russians beat up Doc it keeps both strong it makes me actually I may be sick for saying this wanting to see a Nikita versus Doc match um, it could be five minute, five to ten minutes, but I, I would be down to see that. Yeah, that that would be quite that would be quite a cool match if, if they booked it the way they did then Brock Goldberg at WrestleMania thirty three, uh, the one in Orlando, um, where it was just them, them just clubbing each other and um, beating on each other for five minutes. Give, give me that every day. Um, but just looking through the just looking through the the the, the card for both shows. If you had gone to the afternoon show, this was match 18 of 23 that you would see. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, WWE WrestleMania has never got that bad in their nine-hour phase. This, so, like, this match was this match was up there. Um, now I don't know if he was still with us at the time, but if he was, I can see Dusty being the reason why The Undertaker and Shane McMahon went 32 minutes by booking this match in, eight, in eight, 18... Eight, Match 18 of a 23-match card. Um, baffling decision. Absolutely baffling decision. Um, however, we we will move on. Uh, now, this is a, this is going to be um, a, a, a big one. Um, it is the Road Warriors versus the World Tag Team Champion Midnight Express. Big time match here as, uh, as we get tag, world tag team champions against the Road Warriors. So it's the first time that we've seen these uh, these two teams face off. Um, first of many, hopefully, uh, as we go through. Uh, the match starts off with um, with uh, Dennis Condry um, uh, who get getting nailed by an elbow um, by Animal uh, following a crisscross. Um, there's a shoulder block and a drop kick sends Dennis to the outside and Hog is tagged in. 
uh, Hawk is tagged in, sorry. Um, both Midnight Express uh, try and uh, outmuscle, but Hawk um, is just uh, proves too much as he pushes them off and clobbers them with a with an excellent double clothesline that the uh, the crowd really enjoyed. Um, uh, we got a, a Dennis Condry pile driver, which Hawk in uh, typical Road Warrior fashion completely no sells. Um, to the point where um, Bobby Eaton was too scared um, to tag in, so he jumped off the apron. Um, Eaton does not want any part of Hawk after that. Um, Eaton uh, eventually tags in, uh, but bails outside as Hawk goes for the clothesline. Uh, Then, unfortunately for him, intercepted by Animal, who gives him a press slam back in, um, and Hawk nails him with a clothesline. Just, just excellent stuff um, from from uh, from both teams here. Um, there's lots of stalling from the Midnight Express as they, as they're trying to figure out what to do. They can't quite get the upper hand on the Road Warriors. Um, Dennis uh, Condry finally gets a, a body slam in and they go for the rocket launcher, but um, Hawk stands up, catches he catches Eaton um, and slams him. Um, he then does a shoulder breaker, uh, tags an animal. Um, you get a double back drop and a drop kick, and the Midnights both bail to the outside again. Um, Dennis uh, is the one that comes in to try and do some double teaming on Animal, um, as Condry is uh, taunting Hawk. Um, the ref is then, um, which forces the ref to, to try and keep Hawk in the corner. Um, Animal gets a power slam, uh, runs the ropes, uh, but is hit with the racket um, as he's as he's hitting the rope by uh, Jim Cornette on the outside, um, and the Road Warriors, uh, the Midnight Express, as a result, are disqualified, and the Road Warriors advance. Uh, the Midnight Express continue to attack Animal until Hawk runs in, and the Midnight Express bail. Um, this match was would uh, it was only about nine minutes, give or take, um, but it was it was. Uh, I had a nice through, had a nice through line um, where the Midnight Express couldn't quite, um, couldn't quite get the, the or I didn't know how to get the upper hand on the Road Warriors. Didn't uh, they were just they they were at a loss. Um, so basically, just um, just gave up. It was it was uh, yeah, it was. I've got nothing else to do but get disqualified and and, and try and leave, um, and, and try and leave intact. Um, it would have been nice to, to to see what they could have done with with a bit longer, but um, yeah, abs- absolutely fine for what it was, and then it, it leaves you open as well um, to do Warriors and Midnight Express further down the line. So two stars for me, um, absolutely fine. Wish it was a bit longer, but for the time that they had, I think they made they made the most of it. Um, so go to uh, go to Doctor G first um, on this one. Um, what are what what are your thoughts on on uh, on this one? I went two and a half stars, and that's probably because I'm just a big Road Warriors fan. But um, I agree now. Here, I would have given more time to this match rather than I give 20 minutes to the other match, to be honest. But, yeah, um, absolutely. I, I thought that the Road Warriors worked pretty well with Midnight's. And again, I understand we don't like some of the finishes. But for this one, I don't have a problem with this finish because this is a feud that's going to take place in Crockett. It keeps the feud going, and um, it, it doesn't totally make the Midnights look like they 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 can't be in Road Warriors League, even though they're not. But they they leave and they, they, they unscathed, and uh, the Road Warriors advance. And I just love the um, uh, the aspect of Jim Cornette. I mean, he really the Midnight Express is good, 
but without Jim Cornette, they're not great. And he's just such a, a great uh, aspect to that team because, you know, he's he's the one that he's the one you really want to beat up more than you want uh, the, you know, uh, you know, Condry and um, and Eaton. Um, so it's just just good stuff. I just I I love watching these two teams go at it and they they have they will we'll probably see more matches uh, over the next uh, few years between these two. But um yeah I, two and a half stars i enjoyed it so like i said i compared to that other match wow i was just I, I really just was tuned in the whole time on this i mean i i don't know we'll see what scott says he might disagree with me because of the finish but i but i enjoyed it no yeah night and day compared to compared to the last one but um yeah scott what are you uh what, what's your opinion on this one well, we're two for two on fuck finishes, but I did enjoy this match. Um, I, and I'm, I want to see more of the Road Warriors of Midnight Express, like you said, Doctor G. Like, oh my goodness, I just, I know shortly we we should be getting quote unquote the new Midnight Express, but um, just seeing Hawk like showing off his like showing off strength and taking out both Midnights and like. Animal uh, back presses eaten into the ring, which was a ama- body presses eaten in the ring, which was amazing. Where Hawkman throws him out and Animal then clotheslines him was an amazing sequence. I really liked that a lot. Um, and then we had a nice shoulder breaker from Hawk, and then the Road Warriors was just in domination mode. And also, I don't know if you guys heard this because we talked about this um, pre-show. There was no commentary for any of these matches, so we could hear everything that was being said on the outside, and you could clear as day hear Cornette screaming "fuck you" to a fan. So um, it's just amazing. Like I would have had the Road Warriors win, uh, go over the tag team champs. I know they didn't do this back then, but then have like this carry on to you know what we watch and have them start challenging for the titles i'm not sure if they go that go this route but i, I would like to see more and um i went two and three quarters on this oh you went higher cool. than me wow yeah all right nice excellent so uh the uh the, despite despite the finish um we get the the, the shift seal of approval um on, on this one um, hopefully uh, that can continue into the next match. Um, so two of our favourites from from the last episode and then a, a, a few episodes now, um, we have the Fantastics against the Sheep Herders. Um, now this is a match that got um, a lot um, of love in the recent um, PTB and Stretch project. Uh, one from two years ago where we did the best. Oh no, last year. Where we did the best WCW match um, of all time, uh, so I'll run through it and then we'll we'll, we'll just get um, we'll get everyone's everyone's thoughts on it. Um, so uh, before the match, uh, Bobby Fulton sings the Pledge of Allegiance uh, to the Sheep Herders' dismay, and immediately all four are in the ring. Um, it all breaks down, and the the, the Sheep Herders are knocked out of the ring with uh, Julian drop kicks. We have uh, Bobby Fulton um, uh, gets worked over early doors uh, with some punches and uh, turnbuckle shots. Um, Fulton gets a, a, a leg toss off and uh, drop kicks both sheep herders um, to to rebound uh, to rebound out of it. Um, and uh, Rogers adds one more drop kick just for the hell of it. Um, 
Toby's tagged in. Uh, it gets a hop and sunset flip on look uh, on look for uh, two. Um, later, uh, Bobby gets uh, get back in the the match and gets an atomic drop on look who collided uh, with Butch on it and knocks Butch off the apron. Um, Butch tosses Bobby uh, outside um, and they're back in the ring and they fight and the other two join in and we've just got a massive brawl um, going on. Um, the ref is uh, dealing with Tommy. Uh, Jack Victory uh, comes in, stops, uh, stomps, sorry, on Bobby Fulton behind the referee's back, and Luke throws him face first into the post to burst uh, Bobby Fulton wide open. This is where the match takes a turn. The sheep herders going for the kill on Bobby Fulton, including biting him, who by this point is an absolute mess. He's he's trying and failing um, a few times to get the tag. There was a cool, um, there was a very, very good, nice desperation spot where um, Fulton is trying, uh, is doing some um, side kicks to try and get some, get some time to to recoup and, and and hopefully get a tag. A tag is made, but in true NWA fashion, some more referee bullshit. The referee didn't see it um, because the ref, well, uh, and whilst the ref is arguing with the uh, Tommy Rogers. Um, Bobby Fulton manages to, to throw look into the flagpole that, that Butch had held up and eventually does get the tag. Um, Rogers comes in, unloads on Luke, um, who is also um, just a, a bloody mess. Um, all four are in the ring. The cameraman gets taken out in, in the chaos um, as Bobby Fulton is thrown into him. Uh, the ref ends up on uh, the ref ends up taking taking a bump as well. And all four of them are now just beating the hell out of each other. Um, Butch and um, victory uh, throw Bobby Fulton at the post once again um, Butch uh, then takes uh, the, the flagpole in the ring and hits Tommy Rogers with it um, he then goes to, to swing again on, on Rogers but um, Fulton ends up pulling him down Fulton holds Butch uh, and Tommy grabs the flagpole and uh, gives him one bet- right between the eyes and they clock Jack Victory as well. Everyone is now bleeding. Uh, the bell rings um, as they all continue to uh, just brawl. The referee's lost control and has decided to disqualify both teams. But, yeah, excellent. It's it just, 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 just wonderful. Um, they, uh, just uh, a really great ball brawl. The, the, the ref... Um, Look, we just get the visuals of the ref just getting taken out by, by Luke. Um, they, this was this was everything that the crowd wanted. They 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 were like there was they were they were they were here for it. Um, yeah, it was just I, I, I'm 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 lost for words at, at this. Um, Meltzer at the time said it was a match of the year candidate. Um, he gave it full he gave it the full five stars. Um, for this one and. You know, so some might say it, it's maybe not that good. Others, uh, as I say, it got a lot of love during the GWCW, um, the GWCW uh, ballot. So it's it's one of these ones you you, you can I can certainly see um, why it was so so uh, highly regarded. Um, but yeah, double DQ. It's the last we'll see of of both of these uh, teams on this one. But um, I'm hoping Sean has got some more of of this lined up for us. Um, I've gone three point seven five on this one. Uh, so we'll start with um, we'll start with Chef on this one. What what are your thoughts, good sir? Um, I love this match. Fantastics were amazing. Um, it's just. God, and one thing I noticed, a slight thing, the Fantastics changed their gear from what they wore uh, for the other, earlier matches and for now, which I loved. 
all four just battling double all four bleeding i just loved it you you described it perfectly callum like like go out of your way and watch this match this is how good it is um i loved how the sheep herders were attacking the fantastics with the flag then they turn around and they start beating the sheep herders and making them um bleed god it's just awesome um and, like, uh, I love, like, there was a missed tag where the ref missed the tag and had to send it back. I love that when it's used to perfection in tag team matches. It was great. Um, we, we're three for three on crappy finishes, but I, I look past that. I went four and a half stars on this. Excellent. So high, high, high praise from, high praise from, from Chef once again. Uh, comp- again. Um, in spite of the in spite of the uh, of the foot finish, would you have if there was a definitive winner? Would you go in the full five? Yes, I would have won on a whole five. So there you go. Do a bit. It would have been easy. Like like, but the third DQ or time limit draw on a row just get, yeah. kills it for me. Yeah. Of all the matches though, with 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 the um, with the the, the, the foot finish, I think this one this one more than than the previous two. It may be the last one, but certainly this one more than the first one certainly deserved. Um, certainly deserved to have the have the bit of the, the dodgy finish, just given how the match went beforehand. Um, Doctor G, what are your what are your thoughts on on this one? Well, you know, one thing I'm learning about is you know the Fantastics because so many great tag teams at that time kind of get overlooked, but they really could put on a match. And, and this, you know, you look at this fantastic versus sheep herders. You had a little bit of everything. That's what I liked about the match is the fact, I mean, me, I like, you know, I like, um, like to have a, a match with blood when it means something, when it's, it's part of, you know, not, not, I don't want to see every single match I watch has blood in it. This one, the sheep herders, that's kind of their game. So, okay, the first match that they wrestled in that we saw they didn't have it, this one they did. And this one was just, I mean, how could you not be glued to your seat watching this? And just watching um, uh, Bobby Fulton outside the ring and he's kind of dazed and he's falling all over the, um, uh, you know, you could, you see like the blood all over the, uh, the railing uh, outside the ring. I mean... Just, uh, just good stuff. I love it. Just a good old fashioned NWA match. Um, I, I went four and a quarter stars on it, and I probably, like you said, I guess you could go four and a half, just like, like shifted. I mean, I, I, I would have given it five stars had the, uh, the ending not, you know, the double DQ, but you know that they knew who they wanted to win the tournament and everything. But man, I would have loved to have seen one of these teams move on. Um, in the tournament because wow, this match, this match was great. I mean, this, this is definitely, I mean, I don't want to ruin it for everybody. This was definitely my match of, of, you know, of, of all the match, you know, the best match of all the matches that we're going to talk about tonight, because it's just, yeah, I, it, I agree. Dr. G it's just one of those matches that I'm actually probably inclined to go back and watch again, probably tomorrow morning when I'm uh, working again and watch it because I, I really enjoyed this match. I really did. I would have loved to have had some announcing on this. This would have been. I would have loved to have a little Jr. You know, vintage Jr. on this match. Or, or could you? Could you imagine? Um, could you imagine David Crockett doing this one? Oh my God! Oh, he'd be. He'd have a. He'd oh, have he a, a stroke out moment. Oh, broke. I think on him. <laughs> unbelievable. Um, what? What did? What did you? What did you rate it as, Doctor G? Uh, I did four and a quarter. 
four and a quarter. Well, I, you know what? I think I'm going. To, and you were four. Were you four and a half, Chef? Yeah, I was four and a half. Yeah. So I'm going to. I. I. I've now. Having listened to you guys gush about it as well, I think I've. I've, I've underrated. It. I'm going to. I'm going to implement. Um, a ruling here as uh, since I'm in, in Sean's hot seat, and I'm going to up mine to four and a quarter as well. Um, I don't want to be. I don't want to be a complete outlier. By having by having mine so uh, so so low compared to you guys because this was this was excellent. Um, yeah, comes highly recommended from the from the NWA Crock and Roll podcast. Please, if you do nothing else, um, after after you listen to this or even take a pause um, and pause the podcast just now and, and go and watch this match because yeah, um, cannot cannot speak highly enough of it. It's one of those that would actually be a cool thing to actually do a live watch and like watch it and. <laughs> And talk about it with a group of, you know, just uh, even if it was just of us, just because it was so one of those matches that uh, you only see those again. You know, we, how many times have we rated matches in the fours in, since we've been doing this? Not many. No. So, I mean, it's definitely probably one of the better, best matches we've seen in the, uh, you know, 41 episodes that we've been doing, or this is our 42nd. Yeah, I, I, I can't think of, I can't think of many that have that have rated above four. Um, Magnum and Tully at Starcade. Um, I think the the um, the Russians Rock and Roll Express match from Worldwide, and I think one of the one of the um, Flair Garvin ones. But there's not many, um, and this one deserves to be on that. This one deserves to be on that that, that pedestal up there. So we move on from we move on from that. Um, that excellent uh, contest to the last um, quarter final um, of the of, of of the Crockett Cup. Um, we have um, Giant Baba and Tiger Mask against Ron Garvin and Magnum TA. So this one starts out uh, with Garvin and Tiger Mask, um, who they, they tie up and, and trade offense. Um, Garvin gets a gets a half crab in. Um, and it was very noticeable that the the had there was lots of blood stains on the mat, um, and and nice, um, typical classic NWA fashion where uh, the, the blood soaked mat. Um, uh, Magnum comes in, um, and we get a headlock takedown. Um, Tiger Mask is out of that and makes the tag to Giant Baba. Um, Baba comes in and. Uh, locks in an arm lock um, and he actually drops down to the mat um, which which made it look like a, a, a nice a, a nice arm drag look, a, a small bit of athleticism from Giant Baba which I think um, if I remember correctly was the and uh, the Crockett Cup spotlight we had for these two was, was one of the um, very few offensive moves he was able to do um, Garvin pulls Baba back into the corner and now uh, Magnum TA is tagged in um, and he works over Baba with an arm lock but it's thrown into the rope they throw into the ropes and is chopped down viciously by, by Giant Baba um, Tiger Mask is dropped in um, and he uh, starts um, getting some, some nice offence in some, uh, a drop kick, body slam, elbow um, but TA slows down and, 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 gets a, and gets a suplex in uh, to take Tiger Mask down. Um, Tiger Mask uh, then tags Baba back in, um, who locks in a front face lock on on Magnum. Um, that is a somewhat of a of a botched neck breaker. Um, uh, before Tiger Mask is uh, tagged back in um, with another nice drop kick and another front face lock. Um, Magnum lifts him up um, and and does like an inverted an inverted atomic drop. Um, 
Giant Baba uh, is back in um, and gets uh, there's a cradle for a a cradle um, for a couple of two counts. Um, Baba then takes uh, Magnum into his own corner for the tag to Garvin, um, which which didn't make much sense. Uh, but Garvin is then takes takes full advantage of the opportunity um, and comes in and just starts chopping away um, on Giant Baba until uh, Baba gives him some chops of his own. It breaks down um, and all four men end up in the ring. Um, Giant Baba throws uh, Magnum t- into the corner, um, but uh, Magnum's able to reverse it, sorry, and um, Tiger Mask ends up colliding with, with Giant Baba. Um, Garvin uh, chop blocks Baba's leg, um, which he no-sells. Um, however, uh, it doesn't have the chance to, to no-sell Magnum TA's uh, lovely drop kick, um, and he stumbles over uh, stumbles backwards over Garvin. Tiger Mask comes in for a... Uh, for a Body press um, on Garvin, um, who manages to, to escape that. Uh, he tags in Magnum, um, who hits a, a drop kick and a sent on, uh, losing track of my notes here. Um, Magnum um, hits uh, a, a body press, um, or sorry, there's an attempted body press on Magnum, um, who turns it into a sloppy belly to belly um, for the three. Um, it was again. It was a bit like the, it was a bit like Baba and Tiger Masks match for the first one. Um, and, and, and the previous round, it was just a bit disjointed at times. Um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Um, I would say it's probably a gentleman's two. Um, if anything. Um, but Garvin and Magnum um, progress to the next round. Um, so we will start um with. Uh, who is that? On that one. So I think it's uh, I think it's Doctor G to begin this one. I, I, you know, I just can't get past Baba. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just he's just horrible to me. That's just all, all I write. In my I just he's so slow in plotting and just just doesn't go with the rest of the the other three guys that are in this match. Again, because the other three guys, the match is not a total dud. Uh, so I'll give it two stars for that aspect, but I, I guess I just got to be more critical of Baba. I mean, I just don't get it with him. I don't get the attraction of it. I mean, yes, when Andre got in his later years, he was a little rough around the edges, but at least Andre could be entertaining, um, you know, as a big guy. But this guy is just so awkward. I mean, again, it reminds me so much of Giant Gonzalez. That's that's all I could think of <laughs> when I think of Giant Baba. I mean. Just so, but because of TA Garvin and Tiger Mask, and I would like to see more Tiger Mask, I guess, you know, um, probably with a better partner. Um, so that's why I want two stars on it. Yeah, I think, I think Baba's sort of mystique and and draw is probably best kept to Japan. I don't think I think out, outside Japan, um, there's not. I, I, I think people struggle I'm to get it. Japan is a very stiff. Uh, you know, they work very stiff over there. They are into a certain type of match, and I just don't feel like he was the one that that would give it to them. But I mean, I guess you got to have a little bit of everything, like you do over here. Yeah, um, that there must be there must be something um, about him that that, that maybe we are. That we're getting, um, but certainly, yeah, he's it's not doesn't translate um, from uh, from uh, from Japan when when he goes overseas. 
Um, well, certainly not for us anyway. Um, Chef, what are, what are your thoughts on this one? It, it was a match. They had four wrestlers <laughs> out there and a ref, and it, it was in the <laughs> ring. Um, yeah, I just went ge- gentlemen's too. Like Tiger Mask was like the MVP of this match. I liked how he had like a um, uh, like a cannonball dive um, from from him to TA, which I thought was cool. The the end was kind of sloppy, but it was what they were going for. It was really nice. If they would have hit it, it would have been awesome. It would have been like an RKO out of nowhere with TA catching Tiger Mask, who jumped off the top rope with, with the belly to belly. It would have been nice. But yeah, um, basically what you said, what both you guys said about um, – about Baba, it's like he's working in slow motion and like nothing was really happening um, at all when he was in the ring. Um, but like I like TA and Tiger Mask going back. I I went to two and a quarter actually. Yeah. So here you go confirmed Chef is the uh, resident giant Baba Mark on the NWA Rock and Roll podcast yes, with that, that two that, with that, that two me. and a quarter. That is you. Um, <laughs> We'll get that. We'll, uh, tpublic.com, Chef is a giant Baba Mark on, on, a, on a Croc and Roll t-shirt for you. 2.25 star man. <laughs> uh, so, that is us. That is us. Um, finished the, the quarterfinals um, of the, the Crockett Cup. Um, for those keeping score, um, two of the quarterfinals actually finished with neither team progressing. So we move on. We do not have any semi-finals, so we just move on to the the uh, the matches in between. Um, so first off, um, for the Mid South crowd, um, we have um, a, a UWF uh, or Mid South North American. Um, heavyweight championship match between um, the champion uh, Jim Duggan and his challenger Dick Slater. Um, Pritchard announces that the finals will be the winner semi-finals, the finals of the Crockett Cup will be uh, the Road Warriors versus um, Magnum T and uh, Ron Garvin. Um, And the crowd chowed, the crowd cheers loudly as Dick Slater and Hacksaw Jim Duggan uh, make their way to the ring. Duggan uh, gets the gets the first knock on. Um, he gets the first punch um, uh, onto onto Slater as, as we start the match, and then he begins just to unload in the corner um, and eventually hits uh, Dick Slater with that with a rather sloppy clothesline. Um, Duggan uh, then locks in a headlock and uh, lets off a, a trademark hole. Um, there's an elbow to the back of the head um, on a on a throw into ropes, and then he elbows um, Slater when he's when he's uh, laid out. Um, more punches uh, and, and uh, follow up after that. Um, Slater finally gets a bit of respite. He, um, he tosses him out of the ring, and then uh, follows that up by throwing him out onto the railing. And now Dick Slater takes control with some elbows and some kicks, um, and for locking in a rear chin lock. Um, Duggan manages to escape um, and chases Slater around the ring um, and gets hit. Uh, but then um, Slater takes over as, as he nails uh, Duggan when he's coming back into the ring um, and gets a two count off of a neckbreaker. Um, another uh, chin lock is uh, is then locked in. Um, 
as Slater is uh, heavily breathing. Um, I think he's breathing out of um, of many places um, just to try and he's, he's sucking wind at this point. Um, there's a there's a fallen headbutt um, and some some more punches um, from uh, from Duggan. Um, uh, sorry, from Slater. Duggan then uh, gets back in control with some punches and a slam and a knee drop for two. Um, there's a, an atomic drop which is then no sold before uh, Dick Slater hits an elbow for another two count of his own. Um, Slater then stomps in the ref, to, uh, causing a random fan um, to find it rather hilarious um, on the on on the um, on the footage. Uh, Duggan tries to charge into the corner but only eats some turnbuckle. Uh, Slater goes up to the top uh, for an elbow drop and uh, that only gets a two. Um, there is a pile driver uh, attempt that is reversed and Duggan is tied into the ropes by Slater. Um, the ref is trying to pull him off as Slater uh, shoves the ref um, before he turns round uh, only to be hit uh, by, a, by a tackle um, by Duggan for the three count. Um, this wasn't great. Um, I didn't. I personally, I didn't enjoy it. Um, you hear a lot about, or I've heard a lot about Duggan being uh, mid south. Duggan being a different, being a different animal um, than, than than what you see. And much like the sheep herders, he was sort of um, watered down when he got to the WWF. But I was expecting, uh, maybe I was expecting a bit too much of him. He is still Jim Duggan at the end of the day, regardless of his character. Um, Dick Slater, I've I've seen better of, and I was I was expecting a wee bit more of. But this was not, this was not great. It was, it was in fact it wasn't even good. Um, one and a quarter for me. I did not enjoy this. One and a one quarter. Bit. Did not enjoy this one bit. That's too high. <laughs> okay, right. We'll start. We'll start off with Chef on this one. This <laughs> this match was bad. Like you said, this was a ten minute match. They have two headlock of doom spots in this ten minute match. Slater is sucking wind. Um, Duggan like is trying. Like I wouldn't even blame this on Duggan. I blame this on Slater. We have a ref bump that leads to nothing, nothing at all. First time I've ever seen a ref bump and it just lead to nothing. Um, when Slater just shoves the ref and Duggan hits the four point stance and that was it. It this this was a nothing match. It made the UWF title look like it had been thrown in the garbage, like Medusa through the. WWF women's title in the trash. I gave it a half a star, and I, I thought I was being generous with that. It was a long ten minutes. It was it was garbage. It was garbage. You're absolutely right. There's there's not much more you guys could that uh, much more that I could say that you guys didn't. It just it was you know it was surprising because you know all you see Doug and you kind of expect a little bit, but. Slater's known for being a better worker than that. And he just seemed like either he was just not having a good day or he was drunk or something because he was, he was, uh, his, he had like no stamina whatsoever. And there was just nothing there. I just, it was boring. Um, I have to agree with you, Chef. I'm going to go to a half star on this. I, I can't even, I, I can't give it a full star. Sorry. I just can't. I must have been, I must have been in a good mood when I was rating this one. Yeah, like you, I want whatever you were feeling when you were watching this match, just so I can give it a star and a half. <laughs> what, what, what to do? Is, 
what to do is start your watch with um i was still on a come down from the uh, from the fantastic sheep hair does much so if you start your watch with that you'll still be on i think i still had residual from that start it with that and then two matches later you'll get to this you'll still be feeling quite good about yourself and that's that's what i should that's what i should have done because i was like oh my god how bad can this match be and it was pretty bad yeah, it was. I think I think if there's from now on, um, I think we should start every watch with just 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 the fantastic sheepherders, and then we'll we'll take it from there. If we if we anticipate a bad match, start off with something good, and then. We'll so start. when I see Wahoo McDaniel match on here, I'm just gonna start watching that match and then go from there. Absolutely. In fact, don't even watch the Wahoo <laughs> match after that. Sorry, Sean. Uh, this uh, this fantastic match still at four and a half. What, what was what was your question? <laughs> that was Wahoo Dud. Move on. Um, and 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 move on we shall. Um, to the um highly anticipated um one of the f- uh, few matches that w- that was really heavily talked about um on. Crockett Television, the run up to this. It is the Nature Boy Ric Flair versus the All American Dream, as Paul Bosch says in the intro, uh, Dusty Rhodes, um, for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. Um, one thing I'll say, as much as, as, much as um, this show missed the commentary, at least Paul Bosch wasn't doing the commentary for it because I'd rather none. Um, the match uh, starts with, with with some tie-ups between the two, and then you get this you get some some standard stuff where uh, Flair hits some shoulder blocks and some chops in the corner, um, Dusty reverses and hits some nice chops of his own, and then uh, does some shucking and jiving, does uh, d- dances about, and then hits a uh, hits an elbow, um, which the crowd were eating up. Flair then uh, gets into it a bit with Baby Doll, telling her to telling her to, um, to shut up in a very matter of fact way. Um, Dusty's trying to trying to uh, trying to work the arm, um, uh, but Flair um, just gets out of it just with just with a, a, a quick knee to the back um, to stop it. Um, not uh, rocket science from from uh, Flair at that point, but it's certainly very effective because a knee to the back will will stop you doing most things. Um, Flair then hits a knee drop to the head and throws Dusty outside. Um, Dusty uh, is is busted open after um, getting put into the to ring post. Um, Flair then works the cut with some punches um, and then follows up with some chops and a forearm before he misses a knee drop. Um, and Dusty can take uh, to allow Dusty to take back over um, by pulling him across to the corner and crotching him on the ring post. Uh, the there's a usual um, the, uh, sorry the, the the visual of uh, blood running down uh, Dusty Road Billy Willie is very something. Uh, is certainly a sight to behold. Um, Dusty chops Flair in the corner, um, but Flair yanks him down um, to attempt the pinfall with the with the the, the feet on the ropes. Um, it doesn't get very far, obviously, um, as we're only about halfway through the match at this point. Um, Dusty gets flared down and elbow uh, drops an elbow onto Flair's leg. Um, Dusty gets back up, hits a headbutt, and um, but Flair uh, takes uh, takes takes the or slows the big man down. Sorry, with it with a sleeper hold. 
Dusty lunges forward to try and escape the sleeper hold, um, and Flair uh, falls into the turnbuckle, and uh, uh, we, we get a break. Flair uh, continues to attack, uh, or, or begins to attack Dusty's leg, um, into the which obviously leads into the figure four. Um, Dusty's cut is looking ever worse at this point, um, but he does manage to re- to reverse the figure four and and get out of the hold. Um, we then get Flair um, attempting to um, he, he does the, the the spot which I don't know the technical term for it, but he puts when he puts Dusty's leg on the rope and tries to do a flying um, a flying butt drop. Um, but in, uh, unfortunately for Flair, he misses the drop. Um, Dusty moves out of the way and he hits the he hits the mat ass first. Move on and and both are on the outside. Um, Dusty throws Flair into the post twice, um, and obviously that is now the opportunity to for Flair to start bleeding himself. Back in the ring, and Dusty has um, is wailing on Flair with some mounted uh, turnbuckle punches. Uh, Flair is thrown into the corner um, and is then hung upside down. Uh, and Dusty keeps scraping his face with with his boot. Um, and Flair, at this point, um, is an absolute mess. Um, Dusty hits a clothesline for two, and then starts to, to punch away at, at Flair's cut. Um, Dusty gets a sleeper of his own onto Flair. Dusty hits a suplex for the two for a two. Um, Dusty gets a figure four um, of his own um, onto Flair after a clothesline. Dusty is uh, can be uh, clearly held yelling shit when Flair gets his uh, shoulder up at two. Um, another uh, uh, the one benefit of not having any commentary is you get to hear some of the some of the uh, the the, the, uh, the profanity get thrown about. Um, Dusty uh, stomps and, and kicks away at Flair's leg. Um, Flair does make it up. Uh, up to the top rope but in, in true Flair fashion uh, is tossed off the rope um, Dusty uh, hits a diving tackle which uh, knocks Flair into Tommy Young um, because what is an NWA World Heavyweight Championship match if Tommy Young doesn't end up on his ass at some point um, Dusty hits a small package but of course there's no ref Dusty takes, uh, sorry, Flair takes Dusty's boot off him um, and hits him, uh, pulls Tommy Young uh, in towards the pin, but it's only got a two count. Um, Baby Doll's up on the apron with the boot, uh, which causes Flair to attack her. Um, Dusty then grabs the boot and hits Flair, uh, hits Flair with it for the DQ. It's, we've seen this finish before. Dusty, Dusty leaves with the belt, um, but obviously. Uh, it's not it's not his for keeps as uh, as we get a, as we get a DQ finish. Yeah, this one was this one was uh, this one was was hyped up for a long time. Um, the pre-match promos that we had on on, on the last episode of TV um, sort of gave away the finish. Um, considering neither man wanted to do the uh, we're, we're never going to never going to do the um, didn't want to be looking at the lights. Uh, and, and both openly said that. Um, regardless, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good match. Um, I went three and a quarter on this one. Um, you can flare dusty matches we've seen can be very paint by number sometimes, but this certainly wasn't. This certainly wasn't one of them. Um, it was a it was a it was a good match for for me. Um, so I'll start with um, I'll start with uh, with Doctor G on this one. What what do you think of this one? Well, I gave it three stars. It was it was good. I mean, you know, I, I saw so many Dusty Flair matches because that that was the feud, and some are better than others. Uh, this wasn't bad. This was a pretty good one. Um, you know, the the finish we're kind of used to seeing that. That's just the way it was with those two. Um, but 
the key thing is, you know, sending the crowd home happy, which, you know, even though he didn't win the, the title, um, you know, Dusty was pretty good at doing. Um, you know, I, yeah, you're right. Some of the matches could be a, like a paint-by-number type of thing. This this wasn't, but you could tell the two had chemistry and they've wrestled each other a numerous amount of times. Um, but um, the crowd loves Dusty. I mean, l- listen, he was my favorite at that time growing up. I mean, he just... He had the, the the audience in the palm of his hands, and um, you could see it just by any time he does the bionic elbow or you know any of the um, dancing and all that stuff. People really get into that stuff. So um, yeah, I, I, I again um, not one of the best I've seen by them, but certainly not. I would I would give it a good good three stars. I mean, it was a good match. Yeah. Um... I, 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 I can I can get your point that you have because the crowd see, the crowd energy will also the crowd was in it into it it, it adds some energy um you 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 could get into it even without you know um any of the other stuff like an album or anything so I no I enjoy it no, I get that I get that completely and I also get that you've you've seen you've seen uh, many a flare dusty um title match over over exactly. the years so um. Yeah. I was actually ready to kind of rate it harshly, you know, going into it because I don't remember it, you know, from mm-hmm. back then. Um, but um, I don't know. I'm interested to see what Scott says because, you know, oh, well, given his given his um, his his views on some of the finishes tonight, I am also very much looking forward to seeing what. Well, the finish, yeah, the finish, we, we're definitely not going to be happy with. I mean, <laughs> that's probably why some of the matches could be rated higher, but. Um, but I'm not shocked by it because I've seen it so many times. So maybe I'm just, you know, numb to it. I, I legit thought we were going to see a title change here. And um, was shocked with, like, that we didn't see one here. Um, you know, I hate Tommy Young. We we I, I have a note that says, crap, the rep is Tommy Young. Um, I just think he thinks they paid to pay that the fans paid to see him sort of like uh, Angel Hernandez with baseball, the umpire. They think that um, he thinks that we, the fans just paid to see him. Um, This was a hell of a match. I think this is the best match. I think we've seen to be completely honest, because we've seen our fair share flair and Rhodes matches and they had the formula down to a T. Uh, I love that both guys were just, you know, dripping blood. Uh, I love that. You know, they were both working the figure four, trying to do that, trying to work the figure four on each other. And Flair has to be the best at getting his foot on the ropes at two and three quarters. It, I've seen it a hundred times, but it's still just when you think it's done, he just drops his foot on the rope and it's awesome. Um, Dusty got the visual pin with a small package, but no ref. And this is when I was shocked. I thought um, I thought Dusty was going to hit him with the boot and they'll it would reverse the decision like next weekend. But no, he gets disqualified. I'm actually the highest despite the crappy finish. Uh, I went uh, three and a quarter as well. Uh, Cal, I went three and a quarter as well. So I, I matched you, Cal. Excellent. Well, it's not, I guess, I mean, it was some matches, some matches are, 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 are ruined by a, by a crappy finish. Some matches are good in, in spite of it. And I think this is one of the, this is certainly the latter. It was, it was, it was, I wasn't surprised to see that the, the, it finished like this, given, given what, um, what, what, what they were, what they were talking about. I think they were, um, 
I think there was certainly a hint of truth in what they were saying that they they, uh, they weren't going to do they weren't going to job in front of seventy thousand people. Um, neither of them jobbed in front. Of, neither of them jobbed and neither of them did it in front of seventy thousand people. To be fair, um, but uh, yeah, it was it was it was a, a good match nonetheless. Um, so we move on from that. Uh, the main event is obviously um, as much as the the world title match, the big match, the main event of the Crockett Cup is of course the Crockett Cup final match. Um, and in this one, you have um, the number one seed Road Warriors against the number two seed Magnum T and Ron Garvin. Um, this is that th- this is potentially the um, the NWA <coughs> excuse me the NWA equivalent of the All Star Game. This is you can't think of of, of um, many other guys you could you could fit in here. This is um, four guys at the top of their game, and uh, hopefully. Um, we're going to get a bit of a banger. Um, the uh, good start to the match with Magnum and, and, and Animal doing the crisscross spot, um, and Animal hitting, uh, getting a getting a hip toss in, um, but Ta um, rebounds himself and, and gets a gets an arm drag and a drop kick. Um, Magnum then works over Animal's arm and tags in uh, tags in Ronnie. Um, Animal tags in Hawk and then no sells a, a Garvin chop, um, which um, I don't know um, how why you would do that. I, I, I think um, fair play to him if he got a, if he got a real Ron Garvin chop and and still managed to know that the man must be tough as nails. Hawk then beats Garvin up in the corner um, and we get a um, we get a, a, a rear chin lock. Um, Hawk uh, has a nice press slam on Garvin, but then misses a fist drop to follow up, um, and Garvin then gets up to to, to chop Hawk again, um, and Magnum comes in, um, is tagged in, um, hits a drop kick on Hawk for a one count. TA then um, puts in a, a, a face lock, um, but Hawk lifts him up and takes him into the corner before tagging an animal, um, and then who uh, then works over Magnum's back um, and locks in a bear hug. Hawk comes in and hits a gut wrench um, for a two, um, and then an over the sh- uh, and then a shoulder break, um, an over the shoulder backbreaker. Sorry, for another two. Um, there's a boot to the face as um, Animal comes in um, and blocks another chin lock as T is now screaming in pain. Um, Animal gets a two count off of a power slam. Um, Magnum working the face in peril again as uh, the the Warriors just. Um, just dissect them. Um, Animal is uh, whipped into the corner and TA um, hits the belly to belly or, uh, as he's rebounding, um, but Hawk uh, breaks up the pin attempt. Um, Animal and Hawk uh, keep. Um, uh, sorry, Garvin gets, gets, gets tagged in, apologies, um, and uh, starts chopping away on, on Hawk um, and headbutts both of them. Um, there's a hand of stone punch, uh, but Garvin, um, are, uh, Garvin's obviously still got the hand, the the, the hand injury from when Tully attacked him, um, which allows Hawk to, to, to tag Animal, um, and it allows Animal to sorry, excuse me, which allows Hawk to tag an Animal. Um, animal hits in a clothesline, um, hits a clothesline before uh, Magnum um, comes in um, and takes the fight to Hawk. Um, 
uh, Garvin's in um, and hits the hands of Stone Punch, but it's obviously still reeling from the hand injury um, that, that, that Tully gave him a couple of weeks back. Um, Hawk manages to tag an animal who hits the clothesline and the three. TA and Hawk uh, start fighting a bit, but in the end, um, the Warriors have won the cup um, and they celebrate with uh, with with Paul Ehrling. Um The Crockett's and Bill Watts join them uh, in the ring, and we get a nice close up of the of the check for one million dollars, which I absolutely one hundred percent guarantee they probably didn't get. Um, the, the the road warriors were were, were dominant in this one. Um, TA again played the played the good face in peril, and it was nice to see that the the, the Garvin Hand storyline was was played into the end. Um, it was as if he, he, Garvin was just Garvin did it out of instinct, um, or used the hand out of instinct that he, more more than anything, which was a which was a nice which was a nice one. Yeah, this was this was this was excellent. Um, again, as I say, it's a it's an all star it's an all star match um, with, with with these four guys in it. So, um, yeah, I liked it. Um, I, I I went I went three stars on this one. Everything everything was just tied together nicely. Um, so I who am I going to first on this one? We will go uh, Scott first on this one. This match was a banger. We finally got a real ending. Oh my god, I I loved it. I love that um, Garvin was just chopping the hell out of Hawk, and like Hawk just had to take it because you're not going to tell Garvin to stop. And uh, we saw how vicious the Road Warriors can be, which was uh, pretty impressive because this was babyface versus babyface. It's when Ta was in was um he was like in the second second um in the, sec- in the middle corner, and like his back was facing Hawk uh, Animal. And Animal was just kicking the hell out of TA, and TA was selling it like death. I was shocked at how much over the Road Warriors were, like how they just ran the whole match, which I loved. Um, TA actually hits the belly to belly, but Hawk broke up the pin. I, I, I thought that was that was nice as well. And then Garvin gets the punch, as you said, and then he can't because he hurt his hand, and that's the end. Like, oh my god, like. Road Warriors won. I really thought this was going to be T.A. and Ronnie Garvin. This was a nice surprise. I, I went three stars. This was this match was a banger. And, you know, for all those people that sat through the Crockett Cup, um, the last couple matches really delivered, even if, um, you know, we didn't. We got some non-finishes. I would have just skipped the first show and went to the second one, personally. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I get you. That's a, I, I, I didn't mention that, but, yeah, it was a very... Um, it was a it was a shock to see um, to, to to see the road wars. I mean, I know the road wars were number one seeds, but you've got they had Magnum T and Ron Garvin, and then I thought I thought they were definitely going to be the ones to take it. Um, Doctor G, what are your thoughts? I you know I'm we're really kind of on the mark with each other. I'm, I went three stars too. I really uh, enjoyed it. It was neat to see those two teams work together, especially they're both really uh, I guess volunteers or purposes face teams. Obviously, the Warriors, but the Warriors showed some viciousness in this, and I agree with you, Scott, with with Ronnie Garvin. Uh, Ronnie Garvin's a tough son of a bitch, let me tell you. And he wasn't backing down, and he he'll, he went right at Hawk, which is great. And I think I think Hawk enjoyed that actually. That's sick to say, but that's just the way he is. And um, and like you said, got a definitive finish. The definitely um, the second day was much worth it. Um, this. You know, even with some of the non-finishes, but some of these matches uh, towards the end were really good. And um, 
I remember this because I had this poster in my room for many years of the Road Warriors won the Crockett Cup. So <laughs> I, uh, I, and I'm glad that I got to see it now again, as I think I saw it years and years ago, uh, this match. But seeing it through different eyes, uh, I really, really enjoyed it. And um, nice way to, to end off the first Crockett Cup. Definitely. Um, overall, I think the, 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 the tournament has been has been a success. I know you're not a huge tournament guy, um, Doctor G, but I think there's hopefully been. I I I, I do I, I do like a tournament every now and again, especially if you're getting if you're getting some of the the, the matches of the, of the quality that we've had. As you say, a nice a nice way to to, to put a bow on the whole thing. Um, and uh, yeah, certainly think certainly think they, they they should probably do a Crockett Cup in 1987. Um, but that remains to that remains to be seen. Um, so that 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 rounds off that rounds off the Crockett Cup. But we, uh, as we said in the, in the last one, um, the last episode, we are going to head back to uh, the Wrestle Rock '86 show. We're heading back to Minneapolis, um, and uh, for a for a couple of matches again, cup, excuse me, a couple of tag matches um, for uh, to, to round off um, to round off the show in our territory spotlight. Um, so the first one. Um, is uh, a match pitting Billy Rose and Doug Summers um, against a team I don't know if I don't know if either you heard of them the the Midnight Rockers. Um, apparently, one of them turns out to be quite good eventually. Don't think I've ever heard of them. No, it's first time. Yeah. First time I've heard of them as well. But apparently, one of them turns out to be quite good. Yeah, the Genetti fellow, I think. Yeah, I think it was him. Yeah. Certainly, certainly, certainly overshadowed his, his, his tag partner. Um, so, uh, yeah, so these the, the, these two teams, as the year progresses, end up having a having a great feud over the over the AWA um, tag titles. Um, there is there, there there's one in particular that is on the um, the only non the only match that I didn't have in the GWWE. Uh, the only Sean um, match from the Sean Michaels from the Vault DVD that I didn't have on the GWWE one um, is a is a match that they have um, in I believe it's uh, it's August time um, that is a very much like the the, the Fantastic Sheep Herders match. It's just it's just um, a, a bloody brawl um, and hopefully if if Sean uh, when you're listening back to this if you can pencil that in for a territory spotlight um, for August time I would be very very appreciative of it. Um, so, yeah, so you're, you're seeing the, the early stages of this of, of this feud here. Um, it became very apparent to, to me as well. I think we mentioned it in the last episode. the The setup of the, the setup of the stadium was very strange because it looked as if there was. I think in this one there is about twenty five to maybe thirty thousand people, but it looked that the stadium looked empty because they didn't group anybody together. So it was very very strange. Um, Rose uh, takes umbrage to the to to the uh, announcer saying he is two hundred and seventy one pounds. Um, he actually weighs two hundred and seventeen. Um, so the blow away diet's obviously working very well for him. Um, Sherry is also offended um, that she's been called uh, a valet. Uh, she prefers to be called a manageress. Um, and if uh, you are going to try and tell Sherry Martel otherwise, good luck to you. Um, so. 
they start off um, and Rose is doing uh, one-handed push-ups, um, which Marty uh, does um, in, in return. Um, Shawn Michaels is then in and does a backflip and wants Buddy Rose to to do that to prove that he's clearly just to prove that he's two hundred seventeen pounds. Um, the uh, Buddy Rose goes up top but loses his balance um, uh, to get to get a quick laugh from the crowd. Um, it's just all, all all this sort of thing to to start the to, to get the crowd on side um, before the before the real stuff starts. Um, the real stuff does start with Sean and Doug Summers and um, multiple drags uh, multiple arm drags sorry from Michaels to to Doug Summers and hits him with a drop kick before Buddy's tagged back in. Um, only to to be uh, on the the receiving end of an arm drag himself. Um, Marty's then tagged in um, and is about to be um, hip tossed but. Uh, um, reverses it into a body slam and then begins to work there. Um, he does the same to Doug Summers when he's tagged in, um, and uh, Doug Summers hits the hits the ring post on a charge. Um, the Rockers then uh, pull off some some double team uh, moves. Um, Summers falls into the corner and gets uh, and tags in Rose to to, to bail out and, and get some respite. Um, Rose comes in um, and does a cartwheel to avoid a, a monkey flip and then struts in, um, sort of giving himself the good old Barry Horowitz pat in the back for that one. Um, but Marty does the, does the same to him. Um, so more tit-for-tat action from, from the two teams here. Um, into the corner now and, and Buddy um, goes to hit Marty, but he, uh, Marty uh, ducks out the way and Buddy clocks Summers. Um Finally, uh, Rose um, managed to get the upper hand um, with a slingshot to, to Sean, who's tagged in. Um, he slingshots him into a, a, a Doug Summers forearm, um, and 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 uh, Summers and, and Rose takes over. I uh, take over. Uh, Michaels tries to fight back, um, but the he was go back and forth on uh, on hitting him and take turns over working on him. Um, Buddy hits a jumping elbow smash um, and Summers ends up getting a, a two um, off of a suplex. Um, Michaels reverses another suplex attempt into the hot tag and Janetti comes in, uh, taking on both men um, with a backdrop to Summers. Um, there's a, then hits a flying elbow and a power slam um, for a three count, but the foot was on the rope um, put there by Sherry. Um, so the, the, the um, more Poor refereeing. The, the the poor the the refereeing the poor refereeing pandemic um has has continues to sweep the nation. Um, it's not just it's not just Tommy Young that, that, that seems to be the one doing it. Uh, it all breaks down. All four are in the ring fighting. Um, there's a double atomic drop which sends Rhodes uh, Rose through the ropes. Um, there's a double back drop and elbow to Doug Summers. Uh, Marty heads up top, but uh, Rose knocks him off um, quite savagely actually. Um, Michaels goes after Rose, but Summer uh, Summers gets the three um, with his foot on the rope. Um, gets a quick three there uh, to finish uh, to sorry to end the match. Um, the uh, Michaels gets some get, extracts some revenge with a, a body slam to Rose on the outside, and Marty and Doug Summers continue to continue to fight. Um, a, a, a nice kick off to, to the feud that these two would have. You can see that there is that there is chemistry between them. Um, Buddy Rose is sort of as uh, his talent out um, sort of outweighs his, his 
he's punching above his weight, really, when it comes to talent, and and it's quite a, no pun intended, given the fact that he, he is carrying a bit of extra girth. Um, but you can see why you, you can see why um, the AWA sort of um, strapped the strapped the rocket to these these two teams to to have that the big tag feud through the through the summer. Um, three stars for me. Um, I would uh, quite like to see to see more of these uh, to see more of these two in the territory spotlights as we go through the summer. Um, but I'll start with Doctor G. What are your what are your thoughts on this one? Um, as I will just take a take a back seat. You're probably sick of hearing me try to run through that much. Um, listen, I, I, it was a good match. I mean, I like, um, watching the, you know, the, the rockers, uh, back then. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it was one of those things, you know, people thought they were a rock and roll express rip off, but in the ring, they gave, I, I would say they, they would give rock and roll, um, a run for their money. I mean, obviously, we look at what Shawn Michaels turned out to be. Um, you know, Rose and Summers. You know, I, you know, Rose is a, it's been around for many, many years. Uh, you know, he's just an old pro. Um, you know, he is what he is. But um, I, I gave the I gave the match uh, two and a half stars. All right, that that, that that's same. Um, that's fair. Um, Chef, what are your thoughts? I, I I love this match. I went three as well. I I liked the. I love how you brought up the cartwheels. I was laughing so hard when Rose was like hitting cartwheels, and the announcer even said like, "Oh, they say it's two seventy one. He said he was two seventeen. I'm gonna say he's two forty seven because that's nice in the middle. It's like damn. And um, Sean with his Ricky Steamboat esque like arm drags was really nice. Um, I was shocked at how much the Rockers got in, and I was shocked by the finish that um that Rose and Summers won, and I definitely want to see more of that. I've heard about their feud, Callum, so I'm, I'm really happy about that. Yeah, I think that without knowing too much else, I think this is what, this is certainly attributed to, to a reason why the AWA was still watchable at some points um, in the mid-80s. Um, the match, that, certainly the match that I was talking about earlier is very, is so far removed from what you think the AWA would be. Um I hope we, I, I would. I am. I'm putting it on record that I want to. I, I would like to watch that one um, when it comes round. So, Sean, uh, do your stuff, please, on that one, um, because there, there is there, there is certainly better stuff from from these two teams as well. Um, so we finally uh, come to the end of the, uh, the 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 Crockett Cup weekend. Um, they say so. Wrestle Rock was the day after uh, the Crockett Cup. So. All of this happened within within a a, a, twin, a twenty four hour um, stretch. Um, so the uh, again still at, at Wrestle Rock. Um, the our last match of the episode is the Road Warriors against the Freebirds in a cage match. So this is um, the this is the um, sort of the, the culmination. Um, of of a feud which which we've seen a, a a couple of steps along the way. We saw the Freebirds and the Road Warriors um, at the Comiskey Park Show um, from 1985, and we also saw the Road Warriors um, lose the tag titles, the AWA tag titles, to Jimmy Garvin and Mister Electricity Stephen Regal um, because of the Freebirds um, 
before they made their, their, their transition to Crockett. So this same this is sort of the, the blow off the blow off to all that for um what what must be coming up for close to a year's worth of worth of a feud. Um the the the, the video that we watched cut right to them um, inside the inside the cage. Um the uh, Ron Trongard is still um is still um determined to call them the hawk and the animal um of the road warriors but uh, we'll just we'll just avoid that we start off um he's uh, quickly gets a gets a pile driver on hawk um who obviously no sells um and starts to, to to pummel michael hayes and throws him into the cage um to uh, to to and Michael Hayes starts bleeding. Um, he then press slams Hayes and Hawk has him um has him all over the cage. Um, uh, Garvin refuses to 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 tag in. Um, yeah, I forgot I, I forgot to see it. It's, it's uh, Jimmy Garvin and Michael Hayes. Um, on on this one. Um, Hawk uh Hawk and Hayes tie up. Um. Are up in the top rope, um, and Hawk throws him. Uh, Hawk throws Hayes down to the ground. Um, a headbutt by Animal from the outside, and Hawk um, hits a splash from the top. Um, Michael Hayes finally manages to sneak a tag um, and, and get some respite, but Hawk um, just keeps going on the on the assault, um, dropping a, an over the shoulder backbreaker again. Um, Animal hits a power slam, um, and. Uh, does um, some nice uh, push up press uh, a push up press slam. Um, Hayes will not tag back into the match. Um, he, he he finally does get some action in. It does Michael Hayes, but is met with an animal elbow and Hawk comes back in, um, and he then begins to to work the cut. Um, Hayes hits a Michael Hayes hits a, a, a an axe handle. Um, and a and a uh, then locks in a figure four to Hawk who reverses it. Um, the heels tag in and out, working over Hawk uh, until Hawk gets a hot tag to Animal. Um, the match then breaks down. Uh, the ref goes to get Hawk back into the corner. Um, when Hayes goes uh, into the tights for a foreign object, goes to top rope as uh, as Garvin's holding Animal. Um, Hayes jumps. Animal moves out of the way and Hayes hits his tag team partner. Uh, Animal then, um, we then get a, a cover and a pinfall. Um, Hawk tosses um, Hayes into the cage once again um, after the match, grabs a foreign object and uh, hits him with it on multiple occasions. Another another fun tag match just to finish off the just to finish off the the, the proceedings for the um, for the episode. Um, finally closes. It's a, a nice closing chapter for the Road Warriors in the AWA, um, and the uh, and the Road Warriors have had a Road Warriors have had a fine couple of days um, uh, um, on the road uh, for that weekend. Um, so three stars for me on this one, uh, and we'll go to Shift to close this one out. Yeah, I did like how Hayes and Garvin, they were both refused to tag in at certain points because they didn't want to get their ass beat by the Road Warriors. So that, that was nice. Um, and then like, uh, Hayes hit Garvin by accident, which, you know, it's just pretty interesting because I thought they were the Freebirds later on. I didn't realize they were sort of part of the Freebirds now, or at least some affiliation. Um, this was basically all all Road Warriors for the most part, um, besides like a little bit of like Hayes getting a figure four on Hawk. I, I went, um, I wasn't that blown away with it like you were. I went two and a quarter. Um, 
I don't know. I, I guess I was just expecting more, but uh, we got what we got with this. Yeah, I, I think it I was. It was um, it, it, the the Road Warriors. Just I, I think it was just all about getting the Road Warriors getting their their, their final comeuppance um, and just not get the the free birds just were were there trying to not uh, trying their best to to, to avoid. Um, Serious injury, um, which is not the easiest when the when the road boys are there, but they were they were um, they were just trying to to survive more than anything else. Um, Doctor G, what are your what are your thoughts on on this final match? You know, I agree with uh, with Scott on this and the fact that I expected a little bit more, but I mean, I, of course, I love when the road warriors are the road warriors, but um, I thought there could be a little bit more to this. I I liked the way that, you know, like you said, like Hayes and uh, Garvin, they didn't want to tag in and, um, you know, all that psychological stuff that uh, especially Michael Hayes is very good at. Um, But you can't, you know, you can't play. The the, the road warriors were hot at this time, so they were, you know, going to get their due. Um, But it would have been nice to see a a little bit, a little bit longer of a match where, the Freebirds got a little bit more offense and just to just to make it a good match, you know. And I understand, like I love seeing the Road Warriors dominant, but you know, you know Terry Garvin's a pretty big guy. You know, it's not like you're you're going against a uh, you know a really small team. This is a team that you know could you know give the Road Warriors a, a run for their money. It was yeah, it was. I, 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 yeah, I could I I I completely see where where, where you guys are. Where you guys are going from? Um, I think I might have just been a bit. Uh, I think I've put too much, too much emphasis or, or too much weight on the on the um, free bird stooging around. Um, but I was just, uh, I was just on a on, on a road warriors high after after these last couple of episodes. Hey, I love the road warriors just as much as anyone. So I have no problem <laughs> with that. Um, yeah. So that is that is um, that is that for the the. The, the Crockett Cup. Um, I was going to say the month of April. We do still have one more episode to do on the month of April, which which you'll get in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, so there's not much there's not much that we can that we can really do by way of um, awards for uh, the last two episodes. Given they were they were all match they were all quite match heavy. Um, we'll, we'll we'll start off. I'll, uh, we'll, we'll we'll just do it off the cuff. So I think the the match of the the match of the month. Um, I don't think we're in any doubt, or maybe we are. Um, I certainly think it would be the uh, the sheep peddlers against the Fantastics. No Correct. Um, there, there's there's certainly a few up there for for worst match of the for worst match of the um, worst match of the month. But I will have I'll go with um, Team UWF against the Russians. I'm gonna go Duggan versus Dick Slater. That's also a very good choice. Yeah, it's tough because the other one we couldn't really rate per se because it was just so short. So, oh uh, yeah, the, yeah, the 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 Midnight Express one, um, and okay, uh, right, yeah, I'm confused a little bit. My yeah. <laughs> um, I you know what I'm gonna I think I'm gonna agree with um with Scott with the Duggan match just because I expected a little bit more from that. Yes, I know it's Jim Duggan and all that, but. Uh, you know, and it wasn't really all his fault. I expected a little bit more from uh, from Dick Slater. No, that's that, that that's fair. Yeah, that was that was quite a that was quite a disappointing one as well. Um, and uh, 
MVP of the month. Um, I would I would go. Go with the Fantastics. I was going to go with the Fantastics as well. That's a tough one. Um, but certainly there was a, there was a lot of there was a lot of candidates um, on for, I mean, I, for those. I, I can't argue with the Fantastics. I, I guess I was going more for you know the Road Warriors winning the cup itself. But I guess probably the Fantastics had those two matches that were good. You know what? I think you guys beat me. I think I'm going to go Fantastic. Uh, and then rounding off LVP, uh, I think we'll need. I, I would need to go Dick Slater on that one. Yes, Dick Slater, very yeah. easily. Um, also, Giant Baba, maybe runner up, but that's. Oh, yep, honourable mention accepted for, for for Giant Baba, absolutely. Um, yeah, but all in all, I think there, there, there was more, more certainly more good, certainly more good than bad, and that's all you can. That's all we can. We had some some excellent stuff. As the excellent stuff was a lot better than the than the, than the bad stuff was was awful. So. Um, yeah, a nice a nice way to round off the nice way to round off the Crockett Cup. I feel. Um, so that's us. That's us for another uh, another episode. Uh, Doctor G, what have you got? What have you got coming up for us? Oh, that's the NWA Saturday special dropping every Saturday morning at uh, nine a.m. You know, occasionally we have uh, some schedule issues and it'll be on Sunday, but uh, mostly it's on Saturdays. We break down the uh, you know the new or the current NWA uh, under uh, William Patrick Corrigan and uh, got a pay per view coming up in June that was just announced. So this we got some great stuff going on. So make sure you tune in every week. We appreciate all the support we've been getting, especially with the NWA and even the NWA Twitch uh, Twitches that you uh, that you host, uh, Callum, which has been really phenomenal. Um, so just there's definitely a market out there for it, and we appreciate uh, everyone uh, hopping on board every Saturday morning. Uh, have your coffee and you listen to us, and we break it down usually in about an hour, and and then you get on with your day. Yeah, the the NWA Twitch are always a are always a good time, um, and as this one comes out, um, the the, the pay per view that was just announced today, as as we're recording it, Doctor G just mentioned. Um, if you uh, please follow on. Tw- uh, on Twitter at PTB and YouTube, um, or uh, yeah, at PTB and YouTube, um, and you'll be able to, to find all the information. There, chances are we'll, we'll be doing um, the, the chances are very likely that we'll be doing a, a, a Twitch for that one as well because the NWA shows are always are always very good. You always get excellent value for money. I feel on the, on the on the NWA shows, the Crockett Cup last month it was a bit of a steal um, and that's in the archives as well on YouTube if you want to, to go and um, hear the two nights of that um, Chef what have you what have you got coming up uh, or, or recently done for the for the good people's listening pleasure uh, just check out Pop Goes to the Couch for Moon Knight we got that taken care of we'll, we'll hit up Doctor Strange as well um, when that drops so yeah just check it out um, getting fast and furious with uh, the MCU and we have Obi-Wan dropping at the end of May. So yeah, go ahead and check it out. And that can be found on Twitter at Scott underscore Shiflet. Excellent. Uh, you, you, constantly um, pumping out some excellent stuff on, on the Pop Experience feed. Um, if you're listening to something on the Pop Experience chat, uh, Shif is uh, Shif's got a hand in it. Um, excellent stuff uh, continue to get to get um, put out on that feed. Um for me, uh, the special relations uh, with Ben and Rory, that um, you'll have uh, 
if my um, timing is correct, you'll have one more episode of that for the summer before we go on a brief hiatus um, because Rory is away to do some real life um, real life uh, things. Um, myself and Ben are, are, are going to are going to fill the gap, so you won't be without um, content from this side of the pond. Um, but uh, we'll be without the podcast legend for for a couple episodes over the summer. Um, I'm also one of the voices on uh, PTBN's pedestal. Um, the May one should be with you, which I am penciled in for. Uh, but if I'm not, if you don't hear me on that one, it is going to be an absolute. It's it's a it's a great match. Um, that they've the the guys whoever ends up doing it is is going to are, are going to be covering. Um, and as I said, um, the uh, Twitch feeds and, and and all the the live stream um stuff, um. Can be found anywhere you get your anywhere you get your live streams. Twitch.tv forward slash Place to Be Nation. Um, if you search Place to Be Nation, all one word on YouTube, um, and Facebook.com forward slash PTBN Live. Um, as uh, Doctor G said, we do the the pay per view live watches, and uh, in a couple of weeks' time there will be an NWA um, pay per view coming up. I think in the month of June. Uh, on four street weekends, there is uh, a WWE show, then NWA, then Impact, and then AEW. Um, so a lot of stuff um, should be coming your way on that one. Um, so yeah, that is that is everything um, from us for for this episode. Um, we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. We will round out um, episode forty three coming up in a couple of weeks' time. We'll round out um, April of 1986 television as we go head first um, looking forward into into the summer um, as we uh, I believe the start of May will, will, will take us on the road to the Great American Bash Tour of 1986 so um, the good stuff just keeps coming um, but until then uh, we'll see you in two weeks for episode 43 <laughs>